back to Comic Book Storylines. I'm Brian Sorensen, a.k.a. Bry the Comic Book Guy. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow me on Instagram, at Bry the Comic Book Guy. And if you have any questions about anything that you hear on the show, you can email me, Bry the Comic Book Guy, at gmail.com. This is a special two-parter. We're not going to be talking about any particular storyline here. And I say we because I have my very first special guest. It took a year, but I finally have a special guest. Welcome Big J to the studio. Doing pretty good. And I wanted to do something special for the year anniversary because they hear me talk a lot about all the different stories. And I thought, what better way? And I know specifically you because you have one particular character nowadays that you fought, that you collect exclusively, the Punisher. That is That is the only character that you collect on. If you go into your comic collection, it's all Punisher titles, although you used to collect some of the image books, as you said, back in the day, but you have some of every Punisher volume, or most of, of every Punisher volume ever. Oh yeah, I'm pretty darn close. Uh, that last time we had hit up the place, I bought a hundred and twenty-four issues in one shot. Last time I went to a place, I think I bought 35, so I'm real close to having everything. I was there the day that you needed to get a box to bring everything home that you got. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was heavy. That was heavy. So speaking of The Punisher, and I wanted to, to get your opinion on this. The Punisher, if you look at if you look back, and especially you would know this, The Punisher very rarely has appeared in the storylines that I've talked about. Now, the first one I talked about was Civil War. He was in Civil War for about five minutes. Punisher War Journal 1 through 3, that, that little arc, and he was in a couple of the Civil War main issues. I think it was 4 and 5. And then after that, I kind of looked into it. He's in Evolutionary War, which I haven't covered yet, briefly. Because what they did was, back in the day, is to get everybody to buy all the characters' books. They did a storyline, and it was everybody's annual that year. So Evolutionary War was everybody's annual in, like, 91 or 92. And then uh, some of the other ones, like Atlantis Attacks. Punisher had almost nothing to do with Atlantis Attacks, but, like, somebody from Atlantis came into New York City in that ep- in that book. I, I remember the cover. I don't remember the whole storyline of it right now, but you know, like it, it's been forever since I've read all those old books. But Right. Well, I've had to go back deep for this show. I have to go back and like reread them and get familiar with them because you know it's a half-hour episode and i got to be as detailed as possible. It's a lot of reading. It is a lot of reading, and thankfully, because of these two episodes, I can cut back a little bit because I still have another two weeks before I can go back into it. So I wanted to talk about Punisher uh, specifically, and we'll cover more characters that we have rarely seen. He was in for a hot second in Marvel or uh, uh, Justice League versus Avengers. The Justice League came into the Marvel Universe and they landed in New York City. Batman and Green Lantern and one other guys saw Punisher he was off page. He wasn't shown. He looks down and sees a shadowy figure with a skull costume attacking a drug dealer. Batman sees that. And then the next thing you see is, well, we would have been here sooner, but Bats over here spent 15 minutes beating the crap out of a guy that was shooting at some drug dealers. <laughs> we all know who that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a Punisher. So, I mean, and, and a lot of the other Marvel storylines that I'm going to cover and have covered, he hasn't been in it. Why do you think that is? Because he's just too controversial. You think he, so? He's more your average person that could be like, they say one bad day, you could be me. And that uh, it, that's why I think he's not in a lot of stuff because he's, you look at him and it's just too controversial that, hey, I could be that person. Right. 
Well, he was predominant when he first came out in Spider-Man. He was like a Spider-Man almost classified as a bad guy, wouldn't you oh, say? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, he was so intended to be, yeah. Right. It was kind of like what Sabretooth intended, <clears throat> was intended to be, like an Iron Fist bad guy at first, and then you know it kind of just blew up from there. But the, the, the Punisher is a very interesting character, and I was surprised that they don't use him as much. I mean, he they've had a lot of things where it's like team-ups and all the characters fit in. Actually, he was in Onslaught in 1996, but he was in an Onslaught impact issue that had nothing to do with the main storyline, but it was an after effect, and it was just one issue. He wasn't mentioned by anybody else, the rest of like the 50, 60 books in that storyline. And I was trying really hard to prep for this episode to be able to say what he was in, and then I found out it wasn't a lot at all. So it it's very... It's very interesting that a character that you collect a ton of isn't really involved. So that's actually, for collecting-wise, that's kind of good for you in a way because you don't have to find the 50 or 60 other books that go along with the storylines to, to have the whole thing because he's not in go, them. Yeah, from <laughs> issue to issue and get the entire storyline right. instead of having to buy 12, 13, 14 different books right. to You're, get the same storyline. Right, and I found it also interesting. Punisher has what, like... 15 volumes right now? Uh, 17 or Seven, okay, something I'll, like that. Yeah. 17, and he has so many different volumes, and they've done so many <clears throat> things with them. So I found it very odd that they haven't used them much. Like, even some of the newer ones. From what I recall, he wasn't in Civil War Two because that was pretty huge. He hasn't been in, like, the dark, the dark web with Spider-Man and the X-Men and stuff like that. Uh I, Avengers versus X-Men, obviously he wasn't on either one of those teams, but like I, I actually had to go deep and, and look at Marvel's website and type in the Punisher and do crossovers, and I just thought that was interesting. And there's, we're going to talk about some other characters, too. What, what other character do you think isn't really brought up? And actually, he's been one character that Marvel just started using in the last year or two in the movies and TV shows. That goes along the lines of the Punisher or Yeah. That isn't and isn't heavily used. See, I'm not I'm Moon, not sure. Moon Knight. Oh Moon Knight. Oh yeah. Now well, oh, you gotta you gotta like, you know, you gotta push that and you, right, build it up and Right. Because, you know, if you're not a Moon Knight fan, you would have watched that show and been like, Who? I still kinda was. Right. Like he he's not in a lot of the storylines like he shows up in Infinity War as a as a background character. He has no lines. He's there and he shows up and then he was actually in the Avengers in the comic. He was in the Avengers for about 20 minutes. And when Avengers reboot after Heroes Reborn, you, you see him outside because they gathered everybody together. That was an Avenger ever. He's on the cover, but he doesn't go with them because he's like, I, I came when I wanted to and it was too late. So, huh, whatever. So it was just kind of like the slow motion walk toward the camera and yeah. everybody was there. And then we, that was the end. Right. And, and he, he, he was on a rooftop, watched them all leave and goes, oh, well, I got here when I could. <laughs> well, I got something in the oven, so I'm going to go. <laughs> I gotta hit the road. Appreciate right, it. and and somebody else that hasn't been in a lot. Uh, Daredevil has had a few crossovers and everything. Jessica Jones has had a few. some of the characters that they're they made these TV shows and movies of, and you go, who? <laughs> Who's well, you, this? You got to introduce the new product line. I know you got to introduce the new product line, and I find it funny because some people that watch the TV shows and the movies are, and I've actually heard this. Oh, that's not how it happened? No, 
it's not how it happened. (laughs) It's really not. And uh, what I did um, a bunch of episodes ago is I led up to Infinity Gauntlet with The Return of Thanos, and it mirrored the Marvel movies up to Infinity War. So I I did a comparison because that's that's what we do on comic book storylines. We compare the TV shows and the movies when applicable. Like there are some storylines that they haven't covered yet, Uh, like the DC stuff. um, uh, I covered uh, Death in the Family and Hush and everything like that. I mean, they've done a little bit with it, like the Snyder universe. It had Jason Todd's Robin suit. Remember Batman versus Superman? They had Jason Todd's suit in there, but they never showed or did anything about Jason Todd or Robin, which I think was a mistake in that. But the Snyder verse is no more, so we're not going to be able to do that. Uh, but it's it's been very interesting just to to look at the other the characters. What are some of the other characters that you have rarely seen in? in There's been um, Elektra in some of them. Uh, not really. Actually, Elektra. Not, Elektra hasn't really been involved. You don't see it. You don't see her. She's not in anything that I could find big storyline-wise. Yeah. Like all the big, what they call line-wide uh, crossovers, she's not in any of them. If, if, you, if you think about it, they, there are characters that they never use. And I've always wondered about that. Like why you, you want to, the main reason they do those line-wide storylines, it's obviously to sell books. Okay, Electra is one of those characters, just like Punisher. Not very rarely, not very well used. No. Ghost, Ghost Rider. When was the last name saw Ghost Rider in anything? <laughs> Any version of Ghost Rider. Uh, he was in the Midnight Suns storyline. Yeah, but that's it. He was he was featured in the. Um, Agents of Shield. One of his versions was in the Agents of Shield show. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, but as far as comic book adventures, none. And he's a cool character too. Right. I've always thought he was pretty good. Right. He's one of those characters that you go, why aren't they putting him in this? I mean, I I know that they're limited and and they have a time frame and a storyline that they have to do and they can get so many books in. But it's like you you have you call it a line wide storyline and you have like all these different types like Civil War. How many issues is Civil War? Ninety nine. The the first Civil War is ninety nine tie ins from the beginning to the end. Ghost Rider, zero. Moon Knight has like one or two at the end. It's like a casualty of wars thing. Punisher has his four. Elektra, none. Daredevil is pretty heavily involved in it. He's on Team Captain America. You never saw Elektra hmm. at all. And now what I think a lot of it is, is at the times they don't have their own volumes out. They don't have their own runs going. So they're like, okay, do we invent a run for that, because that Punisher War Journal volume, that's what started that volume. I don't remember what volume, I think it was volume three of Punisher War Journal was Civil War. And the first three issues are Civil War when he was flashing back of when Captain America came to like his boot camp and like he wanted to be like Captain America. And that's why he didn't fight him in Civil War, because he's like, no, I'm not going to fight you. And that that was that showed some that showed everybody that didn't know anything about the Punisher what he could do. Yeah. And how he snuck into the Fantastic Four's building. And we were talking about this on the way over. One of the actual lines in the book was, Punisher's on our team now. These are truly the end times. <laughs> <laughs> and and that kind of is like true to form of the character. It's like, Punisher's? Oh, wait. The Punisher's on our team? Oh, what what are we doing here? Right. <laughs> it just it goes along with the, you know, non-killing kind of thing is, you know got to kind of keep it more kid friendly right but what they've been i mean i I would say 
they're they're <clears throat> they're aiming more for adults in some of these storylines i would say and they should there, there should be a clear line i think of something for the kids something for more the adults right as long as it's clearly labeled you know what do what the punisher was meant to do like when you see in the books or the movies you know hit it hardcore like it's supposed to be like he's supposed to be you know don't water it down just to sell that's that's that kind of ticks me off when that happens right it does and i i think the the punisher movies have been true to form mostly for for the character would you say at uh, the the Dolph Lundgren one well see that's the thing is like with me being with the old school stuff is like a lot of the newer stuff i haven't read yet because i i don't have a complete run and that's a you're a completist. Yes, I got to complete it before I read it. Pun- that Punisher volume has 67 <laughs> issues. If you have 65 of them, you are not reading them until you get those two. That's very true. That is very true. <laughs> but with, yeah, with like the Dolph Lundgren movie, I, Dolph Lundgren's awesome. I, you know, and I liked the movie because it was more along the lines of that's what the stories were in the books. You're going against the Yakuza and the, the mafia. And that was the storylines. And you know, it sucked because he didn't have the skull and, you know, like that. But the the story was, I think, pretty it was, true. It, it was there. Yeah. It was there. What about the Ray Stevenson one? Uh, well, see, I, that one, I liked the, the Punisher character, the way he uh, was portrayed in that movie, because it, I think that's what Frank would have been years down the line, more into a militaristic fashion of the character. Mm-hmm. And but I did not like the movie. Well, that that's, but the character was great. That's another thing too with the Punisher is, um, if you're a casual movie fan or TV show fan, when Marvel was doing those Netflix shows, and he was in those few episodes of that Dare the Daredevil, right? And then he got his own. That wasn't that was when I think the character really got to be more known. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people are like, well, I kind of heard of the Punisher. Who's this guy with these big guns? Why is he always mad? (laughs) Right. And, you know, it it was kind of like a new era of bringing the Punisher in. And that's why I was kind of surprised where he wasn't in the Defenders TV show. Right. He wasn't. He could have been. And and it was a shame that he wasn't. Bring him onto a team. Like, I know it's not how it was done. He's not a team player. That's why he's not on any of the Marvel comic book teams. He's not on the Avengers. He's not a mutant, so he's not on the X-Men. He's not on any of the New Warriors and everything. He's kind of like, he's the loner. And I think that's kind of a, a thing, like, that. that's kind of like, eh, maybe we should put him in this storyline. Maybe we shouldn't. How do we bring him in? Because he's a tough character to just throw in there. Yeah. So... Well, we're going to take this moment, we're going to take a brief pause for a commercial, and we will be right back to continue the discussion. All right, so we're back, and we were talking the characters that they've rarely used in the crossovers. And I'm going to go as far as not only in the crossovers, but in the TV shows and the movies. There's characters that they have not used yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's another character, and, and this goes into many different storylines, and I covered it in um, Avengers Forever, Rick Jones. How big of a deal was Rick Jones in the 60s and 70s? It's Rick Jones again. Right. He was the Hulk's 
mascot, basically. He was the guy oh, that, Hulk, yeah. that Bruce Banner threw yeah. out of the way to become the Hulk. And he was also the guy that broadcasted a radio signal to get the Avengers together. So he's pretty much been the mascot of the Marvel comics in the 60s and 70s. He's never, he's never been in anything on screen yet. And in fact, it, the only one that's come close was Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah. Because Agent Coulson was not a character in the comics until after the fact. Like, he started in the comics uh, along with Maria Hill. Like, she started, like, during, like, right before Civil War and the New Avengers. So she came out right as the movies were getting going. So she was still an unknown. And even Coulson, they were unknown characters. Well, you put him in, uh, Coulson was in all of them in, in the f- wave one up until Avengers. So, like, he was kind of like the Rick Jones of the movies in the beginning. But like you, but like you said, if, if you talk to a casual, the, just the movie listener, the movie follower, who the heck is Rick Jones? Like, I well, just see a uh, handlebar mustache and long hair. Right. <laughs> Actually, he wasn't. He was like this teenager that wandered onto the, the, the field where they were going to practice the gamma bomb, and then that's when Bruce Banner went out there. But he's, he's actually come in the light a few times. In Avengers Forever, he had these powers that kind of made him like, he was one of the hosts for Captain Marvel. He was one of the versions of Captain Marvel. Not Marvel, the original Kree, or Carol Danvers, obviously. But for a time, he was called Captain Marvel because he had like these quantum bands that he used. And he was heavily involved in what they called the Destiny War in Avengers Forever. But as far as movie treatment and TV show treatment, you wouldn't have a clue on who he is. Same here. Right. <laughs> and and so what they're leading up to with the, the Kang dynasty and the Secret Wars and everything like that, and the multiverse saga, some of the characters that you would hardly ever know, like Miss Marvel. Like, if you didn't watch Miss Marvel, going to see the Marvels movie, you wouldn't have a clue what she is or who she is. That's true. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody because I, I hate spoilers, so I don't spoil anything. If I haven't seen it, don't tell me about it, and I don't know who's listening that has seen it, so I'm not going to tell you. And All that, 15 or 16 of you. <laughs> I think it's going to be a little bit more than that. Uh, all right, I'll give you like 20. <laughs> okay, right, 20, okay. But but if you if you look at that Miss Marvel character that's hardly, I mean, she's been kind of out there, but they just... Gave her own TV show to kind of like boost that up. What are some of the other ones? Like uh, uh, some of the bigger ones have been used for so long that it's like, oh, well, isn't that how it was always been? Like Scarlet Witch. They've, she's been in a lot of stuff. And WandaVision confused a lot of people. I know the first three issues or three episodes of that uh, it really confused me too. But you were like, keep watching it. Just keep watching it. Fall into place. Right. And I know what they were doing with it because I read House of M. And the I I plan on getting to that next year. House of M, it, like that's where they drew that TV show from. It's a storyline where um, she loses control of her powers and just kind of like recreates things. But in the comic, she doesn't re- just recreate a town in New Jersey, which I thought was hilarious because I grew up in New Jersey. She recreated it. Uh, she can she recreated everything. So they didn't go nearly to the scope of what she did in the comics. And they haven't done that with a lot of things. Like Thanos. Thanos was like a, the main guy in the the movies for 20 movies. But in the comics, like, 
they were able to make him in like he was like he didn't mess around yeah i remember reading quite a few of those uh, a buddy of mine at the time collected pretty much everything else <clears throat> and just reading those i remember yeah it was yeah, he was the baddie like, like the thanos quest where i talked about where he got the infinity gems from like he was conniving sneaky everything but in the movies he just came in took what he wanted just raised everything and left they didn't get to the true scope of that character either i think i think they were kind of lacking on that and i think they've lacked on a on a few different characters that have been in in the storylines and everything and it the return of thanos was in silver surfer issues it was in like a 15 16 issue run of silver surfer leading up to infinity gauntlet it reintroduced all the players and everything like that so it mirrored the movies where it introduced like the first wave of avengers and all the characters and things that led up to like the infinity stones being in different movies and everything and leading up to him eventually gathering them and everything it it didn't happen exactly the way but if you look remember infinity gauntlet he snapped his finger in the first issue nobody knew who he was but in the movies one of the last things he did was make the snap and one movie like a three hour three and a half hour movie that's when they reversed it so he, he that was a big difference he snapped his finger before anybody knew what was going on then they had to figure out how to fix it so it's one of those it's one of those things where it's like back and forth, back and forth. Uh, did they do it the right way? Maybe. I mean, it worked for the movies. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to think of some of the other characters that they haven't really used in the books. I mean, they they've they finally got the Spider Man, which you know, obviously because they couldn't use Spider Man because of the movie rights and everything like that. That was a big thing with the first with the Infinity Saga. They couldn't use all the characters that they had. And that was a shame because I was, I have always liked Silver Surfer and I really would have liked to have seen Surfer's part in the infinity where, yeah, you know, instead of a banner coming right. through the ceiling. Right. That, that was, I talked about that when I talked about infinity gauntlet in the book, Silver Surfer crashed through and warned everybody in the movie. And it happened the same exact way. The Hulk crashed through Dr. Strange's window landed in the stairwell and said Thanos is coming. So it was the same exact scene, different characters, because they couldn't use it. Uh, and I always thought Silver Surfer was a cool character. Right. I remember having, oh, man, I don't even remember what year it was, an issue of something where uh, Surfer had gotten banned to Earth and using the help of the Hulk, breaking the barrier so he could be free. And he couldn't. Yeah, it was, yeah, I remember, it was, I don't even remember what issue that was. I remember reading that a long time ago, yeah. Right, he was bound to Earth for quite a long time. Now, I, I am hoping that now all of the rights are under one roof. That'd be nice. We can really get to that because with doc, with the Doctor Strange, too. I think they could, yeah. Reed Richards. Yeah, oh, They yeah. finally showed Reed Richards. The crowd went nuts when Reed Richards showed up, and I personally went nuts when Patrick Stewart came out in that hovercraft being And you professor. hear the right. in the background. Right. So I'm hoping that we get to see the use of more characters that have not done anything or they haven't really used it. Like the X-Men movies. Totally different universe and everything. Okay, what's one villain that they never used in the movies for X-Men? Mr. Sinister. Oh, yeah. They teased him a few times. Like Essex Corporation, 
His name is Nathaniel Essex. They never used him. At the end of X-Men Apocalypse, they had some a, a company come in and collect all this evidence, and it was the Essex Corporation. And that's Nathaniel Essex is, is him. And so what about him? What, what is he? He, what does he do? What is, he, what's he's, with him? He's an old bad guy that works with Apocalypse. And Apocalypse gave him the ability to live forever. And he experiments on... He's like a geneticist. Like He, he figures out all these different things. And actually, it's one of, one of the things I had a problem with with the reboot of the X-Men. He came up with the regeneration protocol. The regeneration protocol was five mutants made these big genetic eggs and he put all the dead X-Men DNA into these eggs and they basically regrew the X-Men so they could live forever. And he was a main guy because he was the genetics guy and knew how to do all that. So they had him in that, but he was very, he was never seen in the movies mentioned twice in different aspects, but there's tons of X-Men characters that have never even been on screen. Tons of them. And, and and I thought it was funny. My Emily's a, my daughter Emily's a Taylor Swift fan. And Taylor Swift was supposed to be rumored to be Dazzler in X-Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> but she wasn't. Right. She wasn't. And because she's seen in like a football game with um, Deadpool and Wolverine, they think automatically she's going to be in the next movie in Deadpool 3. Well, they'd have to pay her a lot of money. <laughs> Holy moly. Can you imagine the budget on that movie? Ooh, double... You got Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman already. Then you're going to bring Taylor Swift in. That's going to break the bank. <laughs> but yeah, there's lots of X-Men characters. I'm a big... It, what you are with Punisher, I have been with X-Men. Have you seen my comic collection so you know that to be true? Oh, I know you're a crackhead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you've seen, like, I'd, I'd say more than half of my collection is X-Men. So I'm very familiar with all the characters, and I get disappointed every time there's a TV show or a movie or something... And it's like you, you use the same five, six characters. Well, yeah, and you've seen like everything, right? And that's the thing is you're you're wanting more, and it's like it's they're too slow, right? To bring more in, right? You know. Well, what did you think as a Punisher fan? What did you think of them finally bringing him into the mainstream? I think it's good. It's. Uh, the storyline, like with the the TV show with John Brenthal, it was yeah, fantastic. Right. It, it was it was and it was. I think it was good, it, it, but I wish there was more. The, you know, that's the thing is like you're just waiting for more. You're waiting for somebody to push that big red button and be like, let's let's get more going. Right, and I think that that's what we as comic book fans, and I'm pretty sure I have a a lot of people agreeing with me. It's when these big events come out. How, how many of these events have come out over the years? Is Punisher in it? No. Ha, no, have you ever asked that question? Have, oh, yeah. Have you ever said, oh, this is huge. This is line wide. Is Punisher going to be in it? And then you look because they tell you what issues are coming out for it. And then you don't see any Punisher issues. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm back a while ago. People still Yeah. And Right. And everything went in the toilet right after that. Right. Was, that name whispered anyway for the longest time. And I remember saying to you, I was like, no, nah, I don't need to go to the shop. There ain't nothing for me. 
Right, because there's no Punisher coming. Yeah, there's nothing coming out, so I'm like, whatever. Right, and then when we, we've gone to, like, on road trips to go to the places where, where you got your huge-ass stack of comics, the, the look on your face, it's just like you had this little glimmer in your eye, and I could see the tear start rolling down because they had Punisher so books. They had rows of Punisher books, and I'm like, oh, this is So that's going to conclude part one of my anniversary special. We've talked about the characters that they've very rarely used or not used at all. And uh, next episode, Jason, stay on for next week's episode. And we're going to talk about our favorite storylines, impacts they've had on the, the future of comics and, and what has 